How to Create a Glitch, Monologues, Season 3, Chapter 8. This is the eighth episode of Season 3 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues. In this episode we'll be discussing a new topic, namely the significance of the law to creating glitches. To start off, it is quite apparent that actions that violate some tenet of the law can be nonconformist even revolutionary. Be that as it may, although action which violates some tenet of the law of the land may assist one in creating patterns and breaking them breaking the law is not a necessary part of creating a glitch. More importantly, there are whole swaths of actions which although nonconformist, even antisocial, assist in creating glitches, while still being within the gamut of what is legal. Nevertheless, it is true to say that to some degree action unhindered by the law facilitates methods of creating a glitch. Which raises the question, what is the law in the context of this theory of glitching? What does the law teach us about the system? First of all, there are many kinds of law. There is natural law, which I would describe as reducing the flow of nature to an imperative drive. And there are man-made laws. There are laws spoken by a king and laws told by a strict mother. There are laws of gravitation and laws of thermodynamics. So, what is law? Law is prescriptive. Law is mandatory. Law is either violate or inviolate. Law presupposes two opposing dialectical opposites. A violation of the law negates the subject of the law. Man-made law is backed by force or violence, which negates the privilege of some freedom. Law is the agency of action of some pinnacle of the archetypal tree. It is the order of the group, administered by the one, in autocracy, or many, in democracy. So what is law? Law filters people just as the mind filters experience. Law is merely the elevation of one individual's choices amidst the whole. Violation of the law meets negation by the state. Conformity with the law meets affirmation by the state. This is an important distinction. You'll notice how I used the term, the state. Because it is possible to subsist in a state of relative affirmation while on the wrong side of the law, just as it is possible to subsist in a state of relative negation on the right side of the law. In other words, the state is not the arbiter of one's path to enlightenment. Now, I explained how the state uses deference to enforce the law. The subject matter of our interactions is sharped by how we fit together. But it can be said that anything we do unconsciously that benefits someone else, that is deference. Since we know that deference causes small changes in the way we do everyday things, since we know that postural releases are deferent actions, we can say that deference is negation. Recognition of another's social status is part and parcel of postural releases and deference, which tells us that the tonic holds deference over the dominant, and that the tonic's decisions are elevated in the group to the status of law. So what is law? Law is emulation. Law is mirroring. Whenever someone is mirrored, that individual is a lawmaker. Let's take a step back for a second to natural law. Natural law is more closely aligned with the two paths, of negation and affirmation. Namely, when natural law is violated, this is the path of negation. When it is followed, this is affirmation. If this recipe is correct then we should be able to assert that deference would result from breaches of natural law. In conclusion, law is mirroring. Violation of the law, 
merely negation. This, we can understand deference is merely a unitary dimension of negation of self. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.